Welcome to Beanie Talks, a podcast guide to catalyzing action that leads to results. Each week, we deliver content to help you elevate your business to the next degree. Now, here's your host, Elisa and Julia. So last episode, we were talking about resourcing strategies, the importance of connections, goals, and the truth about grants. And we are so happy to say that we've been able to review some great pitches that were sent in. So feel free to keep sending those in our way. We will be happy to support you and provide feedback so that you're able to get your elevator pitch in top-notch shape. Exactly. So continuing on from last episode, this week we will provide some insight on startups. So as we begin with these suggestions for startups, one of Beanie's tips for startup is to look for mini grants first because these grants typically have a lot less requirements than the longer more in-depth grants Uh, while these mini grants they aren't for as much funding they will be a lot easier to complete um, and you'll be able to take less time and making sure that you can get in as many as you can. Uh, Another factor on this is to be sure to take notes on the application. Like take note of what it is that they're looking for. Take notes of um, the mission of the foundation or the organization that is uh, accepting the application. Because a lot of times if you're able to align your focuses um, and your purpose to theirs, it will typically give you a little bit more of an edge uh, and like an advantage when uh, going through the root, you know, the review process. It makes it a lot easier to, you know, shift through what you feel like you may be more qualified for um, versus something that may be out of the scope of practice or something that you are aligning yourself with as far as that mission goes. Um, and then another tip that Beanie wants everybody to know <laughs> is that you should definitely focus on that last page because it provides the list of items that are required uh, and specifics for formatting in the organizations and all that stuff to kind of a guide pretty much throughout that applying process. So that's definitely something to keep in mind and to look into. Definitely. And I think those uh, last pages are very, very important because you don't want to start an application and then get to the end and realize that the whole um, purpose or the whole uh, goal of this application is completely different than what you thought. Um, So be sure to review it first. Um, You know, take those notes on it. Make sure that you're noting all of the requirements and all the specifications. Um, If they have you submitting a organizational budget, make sure that that's all completed and ready to go. Um, You know, just be sure that you're being mindful of what is indeed required so you're not wasting your time because writing a grant is definitely not easy. Yeah, no at all. (laughs) But somebody's got to do it, right? (laughs) Definitely, definitely. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. 
Let us explain. Well, first off, it's free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what do you do now? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Another great tip is to do what you care about. Um, I, for one, have had a plethora of journeys here with trying to figure out where I felt happiest, if that makes sense. Um, Because originally, I mean, of course, everybody has their first job as, you know, something uh, that's not as fun. You just want to work and kind of have your own financial independence. Um, And then as you kind of dive into education more whether you're in college or you know other types of things you kind of explore more you get inspired more and I went from clerical stuff to (laughs) um like massage therapy which I still truly do uh, love that and then um I've always done designing which has always made me happy um and but there wasn't really a set place where I could do me um it's it was really difficult um to find a a job that felt like home um some people are meant to lead some people are meant to follow and you can kind of tell when you're not being able to fill your job to the best of your abilities that a space just isn't quite for you and I felt that in a couple of situations up until circling back around to Beanie um and being offered the opportunity to explore what really makes me happy and not everybody is fortunate enough to do that um as we've mentioned before um but through 212 Catalyst I was able to you know kind of shift careers during the pandemic, but also focus on what really makes Julia happy um, and start my own business in the process of still working with my best friend and my mentor. So it's like, (laughs) I kind of got the best of all worlds at this point um, with people that understand my struggles and where I've come from and what I've been through to get to where I am today. Definitely. And I I love that so much because when I was coming out of high school or even working through high school, like I craved structure. Like I needed like routine, like this is what you do every day. You you know, like I, I was more focused on that than anything. So whenever I considered military, I was like, yes, so this is exactly what I need. This is exactly what I'm looking for. And then that just didn't work out. So whenever I went into college, I was like, well, I don't know what to do. And so I I ended up becoming a a pure health educator. And I was like, okay, this is fun. Now I know that I I like to talk with people. And at that time, I was also pursuing athletic training. And I mean, I guarantee you, I probably touched every single uh, career option that I considered. I, I touched it at some point. But I think you definitely need that because you need to define what work you actually do care about. And so whenever I went into the corporate world after college, um, 
you know, it was it was kind of daunting to me the fact that I really actually hated structure. Like I hate going into it eight to five every day um, and then doing the same thing every day, not really having any thing change or anything deviate from that schedule. And I'm like, I'm not made for this. And uh, as my husband went into the military and then we had two kids moved around, you know, I was like, I need to find something that 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 really does emphasize on my passions. And so whenever I heard the quote that don't ever attach yourself to people or companies or positions, but attach yourself to missions or purpose, that's when I knew I need to take the step in order to find something that I truly enjoy something that I truly love, doing work that is meaningful and purposeful and not just going to work to pay my bills. I wanted to make sure that I was working just so that I can have the life that I wanted versus living only to do work that I didn't really care about. It's something you needed, right? It's different between, you know, working for something that you want and enjoying it at the same time versus something you need and something you have to do. So like that obligation of feeling like, oh, I, I can't afford to miss a day at work because I got to do this, 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 and this. Um, or feeling like, oh, okay, like I got to go and do this all over again, that dragging feeling. Whereas like, you know, when we wake up now, we go to work. <laughs> I'm not really a morning person, but I can kind of adjust my own schedule at this point and be like, okay, I'm clocking in at this time and this is how many hours I would like to work today and what I can afford to work today. And because I got other stuff that I have to do with real life, like you're not missing out on the importance of everyday life when you're doing something you actually enjoy and it doesn't feel like work to you. Um, and especially with things that we do uh, with T12 or even in our own private side gigs and stuff like that, it's stuff that we hope will eventually pave the way for the future generations and change the world for future uh, children that want to be entrepreneurs and just think outside the box instead of being confined to what's inside of a box. Um, and that brings us to staying true to yourself and holding on to your why. Um, when you guys do develop startups or get these visions of uh, these these businesses you want to create, trying to figure out what the mission behind that is or why you wanted to start that thing in the first place, your story behind it is so important because that's going to be what you hold on to through those hard times as well. You're going to be up late at night, uh, losing sleep sometimes when you're trying to get things off the ground and you got to be like, okay, why am I doing this? You revert back to the what got you here in the first place, um, and what you're hoping to achieve at the end of the at the end of the tunnel. Um, and it's a process. It takes uh, determination and perseverance. But also remember to have fun. This is your dream. It's no one else's. And for people that tell you dreams don't come true and like they don't exist and you can't make something out of nothing, like that's crap, but it does take work. So you got to keep that in mind too. And just like I said, stay true to yourself and your why and your, your goals for why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. And, and I'm happy that you emphasize on that too, because 
I mean, people are probably listening like, okay, well, we don't have this mentor that happened to um, be able to develop this company and so that you can, you know, they can. Yeah. And, and we completely understand that. But don't think that we were also handed anything either. Mm-hmm. We worked our butts off. And, you know, to be able to get to where you want to be, it's going to take work. Like nothing ever does come easy. And if it does, then it's probably not going to be there very long. So I need you to uh, be confident in uh, what it is that you're, yes, exactly. Embrace what your, what is, what your goals are, because it, once you start putting in that hard work, I guarantee you good things are going to come from that, but no one can take that step unless it's you. And that's a good thing that you brought up confidence too, because if you don't believe in yourself, like we mentioned before, like how do you expect someone else to believe in you? If you don't elude that, that spark, that aura about you that says okay I'm driven to get what I want other people are gonna be like are you really serious about it like do you really want it if so how bad do you want it and again that goes back to how much you put into what you want to get out mm-hmm. if you're putting in like two seconds a day <laughs> and expecting to get like a whole bunch of grants and a plethora of rainbows and kisses out of it it's not gonna work out that way but all that hard work, sweat, and tears that you're going to be putting into establishing something that means a lot to you, a foundation that could possibly help others or whatever your goal is, it's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's just a matter of you taking the step, saying yes to your goals and visions and your dreams and working to make that happen. And just know that support, like having support is probably one of the biggest things. And I know a lot of people don't have that, like within their families or their own. Not through us. Exactly. We are here to count you. Both Julie and I have started business before. I mean, Beanie started a few businesses. So if there's ever any questions about kind of what do you think my next step would be or how do you think I can get from here to here, um, definitely reach out to us. We are more than happy to kind of guide you through things because we want to see you succeed. Like we're not here just to take up your time. We want to make sure that you're actually getting something out of this. So definitely reach out to us. We are more than happy to connect with you. Yes. So thank you guys for joining us this week on this episode of Beanie Talks. And until next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Beanie Talks. Make sure to visit our website, 212catalyst.org, where you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and more, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. For the full guide on grant writing, check out our Udemy online course. Grant Writing the Real Deal by the inspiration of Beanie Talks herself, Beanie Coleman. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday for our next episode. Until next time, continue catalyzing to that next degree.